Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republican mentalite, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the bright race, the Amen race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Mentaris, and this is Mentalite Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to discuss the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. Why were were they were the dinosaurs prehistoric power tools and machines for the almond? Yes, they were. Emphatically, yes, I say that and I stand on it. Because I told you before, every life form on earth, every life form has a purpose. Every life form on earth on this planet has a purpose. And the environmental in the ecological system of this planet. Everyone has a job. I don't care if it's the littlest bugs and ants and roaches and mice and you know, everything on earth has a plan, has a job, has a purpose to perform in this planet, on this planet. They have a purpose. The dinosaurs, the animals, they are no different. The people are no different. They all perform a purpose here. They serve a purpose here. Your life is a, uh, or your life is because of purpose, whether you know your purpose or not. I say it's always good to know what your purpose is in the world. You must know because that's how you extend. But if you do not know your purpose in life, then you will keep rotating in this circle of the three-dimensional realm until you find out exactly what it is. You will continue to come backwards, backwards into the circle until you find out what your true purpose for being on Earth is. You will continue to rotate into this three-dimensional realm until you raise and break that circle into the fourth dimension upon finding out what your true purpose is. That's when you can extend and excel yourself as a collective body because everybody fits into a puzzle. So the dinosaurs, creatures, the reptilians, and the early animals, if you notice about them, but if you notice with your uh, so-called historians and scientists and, you know, the the, uh, archaeologists and all this, they always show you the bones of these creatures, these mighty creatures. And it's how they know that these creatures existed by the bones, right? They know that they existed by the bones and the fossils that they found of these creatures, right? However, they never really told you what the purpose is of these creatures. See, because the humans, they they don't get it. They don't get that these life forms on Earth were used or utilized to um, maintain the ecology, the ecological system of the Earth. They understand it. They understand it on a lower level. Like they'll understand. Like they'll say. Something like, well, you know, the fertilizer of such and such animal went into the earth and, you know, from there came sprung up plants and things like that and all kinds of uh, uh, fossil fuel and things like that and the oil and the, and the dinosaurs. That part they, they understand. But what they don't understand is from start to finish, the appearance of these creatures on earth was for a purpose, to flatten out and do work on the planet, do work on all four corners of the earth to do work on this or in this three-dimensional realm to get the planet ready for people. These creatures, these reptiles, 
were put here, these large earth-moving machines, because that's what they are. That's what they were put here for, to move earth, to move the earth. The same way you see the white man today with big bulldozers and earth-moving machines and land machines and power tools and drills and saws and hacksaws and hammers, all of that came from the army. The army were using creatures to perform these works, these construction works on earth because the earth was a construction project. It was a million-plus-year construction um, project. However, these dinosaurs, these huge reptiles and animals lived on the earth, they were here to perform a service in the growth of the environment, in the building of the environment. How you see the mountains today, they were not like that. The reason why the mountains look the way they are is because dinosaurs knocked a lot of it down. They broke a lot of it down, and a lot of that, those mountains fell into the earth, and a lot of it congealed into the water, and a lot of it became landmass. A lot of your landmass that you see, that you walk on, is mountain. A lot of that mountain was knocked down by birds they call pterodactyls, by dinosaurs and all kinds of high-flying creatures and whatnot who would use these cranes to knock mountains down to create landmass for people to walk on. That's where your landmass comes from, mountains. And they stomped it out and smoothed it out. They had all kinds of creatures. If you look at the make of this, uh, of the skulls of these creatures, the bones of these creatures, they look like power tools. Look at the skeletal remains of these creatures. They look like power tools. They look like bulldozers, earth-moving machines. They look, they're nothing, but when you find their fossils and their bones, they're nothing but a bunch of old, discarded power tools that were left around. And the almond gave them life because the almond didn't, you know, was not going to, uh, plug them into a socket, you see, or run them on a generator, so they gave them life. They animated them, thus the word animation or animal. They animated them, gave them movement, mobility, you see, to perform things on earth, to perform and knock down mountains, to deepen deepen rivers and oceans, right, to drink from some of them dry up certain things, to defecate into the land and cause an explosion so that fertilization and nitrogen and all that can go into the earth and cause fertilization so that plants and trees and vegetation can pop up. You see, they were being used to reshape the environment. They were being used to reshape the environment. That's what they were used for, to uh, shape the uh, um the ecological system, earth-ready and livable for life, for the extension of life. And then at a certain point in time, the almond projected down into the earth, and they saw these creatures. They oversaw these creatures. So when you hear about these people who were walking by with the dinosaurs, walking with them, that was the almond that projected down here. You see, they projected down here to watch over the land movement. They were projecting now here to oversee the Earth Project. You see, they were projecting down here to oversee the machines because that's how they saw them. They wasn't afraid of these dinosaurs and all this other shit. They weren't afraid of these creatures. You see, they were not afraid of them because they were able to telepathically control them. They would send messages to them to move trees out of the way, to clear trees, to clear forests and whatnot to uh, uh, um, tear, uh, uh, knock down mountains and things like that. 
push boulders. All of the things that you see where the earth is ready for man is because that was a project. Just as man, the creation of man was a project. Man or the human became the next form of creature that the almond used to maintain the earth. These are nothing but work animals. These creatures, these reptilians, early reptilians and early animals, they were work animals. And when the almond could not use them anymore, they just got rid of them. That's what they mean when they say these animals all of a sudden go extinct. The almonds start to just get rid of them. They take them out of the scene. They wipe them out. Like what you saw when the meteorite showers came and killed all of them because they didn't need them anymore. And or they and they will they will take their genetic material and they will genetically modify it into a smaller version. That's why you see these Komodo dragons and all these different creatures because the almond kept their genetic around. You follow what I'm saying? The almond kept their genetic around. That's why, like I said, they were so the scientists keep trying to figure out why they were so massive and why they were so big tells why these birds look like that with with early reptiles. They don't understand that it was so massive like that and they had these weird looks because they were being modeled like power tools. They were made that way to perform things on earth to uh, uh do construction on the planet. You see? That's why they were made that way. You don't just come see again, these people don't understand you don't just come into this world for no pur- purpose. You have a purpose in this world. Everything has a purpose here. Everything has a reason for living and existing in the world, be it on a, on a lower purpose or on a higher purpose. Everything has a reason for existing in this world or living in this world. Do I make myself clear? The reptilians, the early animals, the early prehistoric animals are no different. You see, you only understand this when your mind is raised to a higher level, and when your mind is raised to the higher level of the fourth dimension, you start to understand purpose. You start to understand purpose of things more and more, you see, and possibility. You understand purpose and possibility. So when you understand purpose and possibility, then you understand why things are the way they are, you see. No, no, don't be like these simple-minded people who just think, oh, we just born here to live and then we die and that's it. No. You see, no, that's not why we're here. We're not here to just be born and we live and we and we die. No, 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 that's not what we're here for. You see, we all have a purpose. This is why, if you notice, these scientists will say, oh, that the earth, you know, the, uh, um, they'll say that the earth went through a lot of changes, right? If you notice, they'll say the earth went through a lot of changes over time. The earth went through a lot of changes over time, a lot of geographical changes, a lot of shifts, a lot of breaking up of the continents and mass. And that's another thing. The almond were using, when you these tectonic plates up under the earth, when they started to shatter, that wasn't just it happening on um, on accident. The almond were breaking the land masses apart. The almond started breaking the land masses apart, and they were using underwater creatures to do that. You hear of a, of, of a shark called a hammerhead shark. Why would they call a shark hammerhead? Why would a shark have a shaped head like a hammer? To obviously bang something, right? To hit something. So a lot of these creatures in the sea were being also used. These prehistoric sea creatures were being used to terraform the earth underwater, to break up land mass underwater, to receive those telepathic messages to break up and destroy things, you see, and raise things out of the water, you see. 
So, like I said, you look at the dinosaurs, those are cranes, man. Look at the dinosaurs, those are cranes. Look at the white man. He designs the same cranes and bulldozers like, like the prehistoric animals. Tell me it's not the same design. It's all the same design. You see? You see the rhinoceros with the big horn? What is that horn used? Not just to charge other animals, but it was used to knock down boulders and hit brick and stuff. You see? They were smashing things with those, uh, uh, with those uh, tusks, breaking brick apart being used as power tools. Dinosaurs stomping the earth out. They use they use those megaton creatures to stomp out the earth. You see? Flatten it out. Down trees. Flatten these things out. You see? Stomp things out. Stomp out and flatten out the earth. Knock things, knock down mountains into the water. To form more continents. All this was getting ready for the life of man. This was all getting ready for the life of man. And the life of man that I'm talking about is the army. Was being made for us. And when we cannot use these creatures anymore, when we cannot use these creatures, we had to scale down to smaller versions of these creatures. We had to scale down to uh, smaller versions of these tools. That's why when you see you start seeing the animals getting smaller, getting uh, uh, um, the ones, the big ones starting to, um, they say they start to um, go extinct, right? They start to get rid of them. They don't need them anymore. You see, so they start to get smaller animals to replace them, to do the same thing but on a, on a smaller scale. But then they had them for, like, certain ones for a time, and they start getting rid of them. And to this day, you still see certain animals becoming extinct that they don't need no more. You see? They'll allow the humans to get rid of them, but they don't need these animals anymore because you're going into another evolution. And so they bring forth the next animal. They bring forth the next animal to do the work because they use the land animals. They use the land, the prehistoric land animals as earth machines, as power tools, as as earth-moving, land-moving machines tree-clearing machines, knocking down mountains and things like that, flattening out earth. They, after they got all that in place where they wanted it, then the almond came. They already had, they was coming already with the dinosaurs, but when they started coming, they was already plotting for the end of the dinosaurs to go because the only ones that were really coming at that time were the ones who were overseeing the dinosaurs. The ones who are overseeing the reptile, the big reptiles and things like that, walking side by side with them. And like I said, those people were bronze people. They were the bronze. They were of the almond, and they had a reptilian look to them. And they could send messages. And the, and they was not scared of the dinosaurs and the and the pterodactyls. They would be riding on their backs. They would be riding on their backs. They would ride on those big birds or what they call a pterodactyl or whatever, or a dragon, because dragon is really nothing but another way of saying uh, a dinosaur. Dinosaur and dragon is the same thing, okay? It's the same thing. And you had those almonds who first came here, the men and the women, who had a reptilian rough look to them, right? And tear a person apart was real strong. They had that real strong... Uh, uh, reptilian uh, 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 strength to them. They was riding on these creatures, man. You see? 
they was riding on these, flying on these creatures, and a lot of the, a lot of the early fish and things they were putting in the waters and things like that, they were eating it. They were eating and barbecuing a lot of those creatures and whatnot to, to genetically modified versions of the reptilians, and that's another reason why they started to create genetically modified versions of the reptilians, which became the animals, is because they were creating a food source for themselves. They were creating a food source for themselves and for the still did. So when you start to see those early water buffaloes and things like that, they would use them to knock stuff down too, but they was basically creating early forms of beef. They were creating early forms of eatable meat because the reptiles, they really wasn't eatable like that. Those huge reptilians, when they needed them to do the work. So they created genetically modified versions of these creatures for food source, for protein food source. That's why you got these water buffaloes, these, uh, um, uh, um, you know, the early form, not the, really the elephants. They wasn't eating those, those woolly mammoths, but like those early form of buffalo and things like that. And certain fish and certain smaller birds they started making for a protein source. That was the food. That was the ones who they didn't really make with the strong jaws and the long beaks and the long claws to pull down boulders and pull down rock and knock down things. The ones who they made less gave them less density and less um, matter, bone mass and things like that. That was the food. That's how they designed that. They turned them into the protein source, and that happens to this day. This is where the white man gets the idea of um, genetically modifying food from, you see. Or he gets the idea of, because, you know, like they said, I'll tell you the chicken, that the chicken, which you could tell is a reptilian, those chickens are, all the chickens and birds are reptiles, that they were domesticated because at one time the chicken flew, but then they kept keeping them in the coop for food and that fowl, and then they stopped after a while. They couldn't fly. They could only jump up to a certain level, and then they would come down again. But they used to be able to fly. So the almond were doing that first. They would dom- the almond were the first one to domesticate the genetically modified early animals. And they were being genetically modified or they were being um uh what you want domesticated for food. They were being made less aggressive. You see, and they were growing different types of uh, uh plant life on the earth. You see. Plant life that was rich in iron and minerals and things like that because the, the food, like I said before, the food was supposed to grow or the food source from the land was supposed to grow rich from the, um, what's the word I want to say, the absorbing of that metal into the food or into the plant source. Same way, you know, water seeps in and makes things grow, so did the metals seep in to the uh, uh, greenery or the vegetation that was coming up. See, all these things had a purpose, you see. All these things had a purpose. So, again, when these creatures were stomping the earth, they were planting down and pushing down a lot of the uh, um, a lot of the dung into the earth. They were doing the work, the ecological and environmental work that they were assigned and put here to do. They wasn't just put here to just walk around and eat and, 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 and sleep and, and kill other animals defecate and, and no, that's not what they have sex and have more animals. They wasn't put here for that. They wasn't put here for that. They was put here to be machines. Okay? They was put here to be machines. 
They were put here to be, at a certain point, a level of transportation. They were put here as a level of transportation because the army were riding on the backs of a lot of these, uh, um, were riding on the backs, the ones that projected down here were riding on the backs of these birds, and they were overseeing the planet, looking, traveling from place to place to place. Again, that was your first flight travel. See, I told you, the humans, they don't do anything first. They do things second. And like I said, I know to a lot of people that sound crazy, people flying on top of birds. You see, well, what do you think the white man gets the design of the plane from? You see, that's the design of a bird. The plane is the design of a bird. So where did he get the idea of people flying on the design of a bird from? You see? And in a lot of them ancient places, on ancient walls, they got people riding on top of uh, 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 big birds and uh, reptilian-like birds and things like that. Where do you think the idea that come from? Because they saw it someplace before. You see? Wall carvings, things like that, that they're not going to show you. What I know, they got bronze men with woolly hair, bronze men riding on damn uh, uh, pterodactyls and things like that, walking side by side with them. Things they're going to end up finding, you see, things that they don't want to show you. Because who else could it have been if not our people? If they say we were the first people on the planet, if our people were the first people on the planet, then who else, who the hell else could it have been other than us that was walking side by side with these beings? Who else could it have been but us that were part of putting them here to do the work, the environmental work of doing the work here on Earth, to get the Earth ready for habitation of people. You see, all this was planned out. Even all up until this point and beyond was already planned out. You see, the people that was going to be born here, the people that were going to die here, the people who were going to be reborn here, regenerated here. This was already being laid out. This was already being laid out. So being that this was all being laid out, being that the humans, like I said, they already, all this is already being projected out. The blueprint is already in the air because that's how you receive the blueprint. That whatever Whatever man receives as far as an idea goes, or what he thinks the idea of those, all he's doing is picking up on the blueprint. He's picking up on the uh, 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 on the blueprint that the almond left behind. That's all. He's picking up on the blueprint that they have laid out already. I don't care what it is, computers, airplanes, whatever. It's all blueprints that they left behind. We're not thinking of anything. We're thinking up things that are on high from an upper dimension, and these or the design of these creatures was already laid out. The design of these creatures were already laid out. That's why you're going to start to see the so-called white man. He's going to start talking about he found dinosaurs on other planets. I think he already said he found dinosaurs on other planets. Did he not? I think they said they found dinosaurs on other planets or uh, uh, animal high, uh, uh, um, prehistoric animals on other planets. You see? Because if they found prehistoric animals on other planets, that means that work was going on on those planets as well. Work was going on, you know. Foundation was being laid. Foundation was being laid. You see, the reptilians, they were given 
the heavy skin, the dinosaurs were given that heavy, thick skin, that heavy, thick skin that it was basically unable, you were basically, um, they could withstand a lot of heat on their skin because the earth was hot when they were walking the planet. The earth, the earth, the ground of the earth was really hot, you see, because it was still cooling off. And like I said, their job was to stomp the earth flat. That was their job to stomp the earth flat and let it harden, the, the dinosaurs and all these other creatures. Same way you see a, a rowing machine go over, um, the rowing machine go over a blacktop, that's what they were doing. That's what they were walking on the earth for, bang, stomp, stomping out the earth. And like I said, you couldn't just burn them because their skin was unpenetrable. You couldn't really just cut them because they were made thick because they had to work and they couldn't afford to have their skin being torn and ripped and things like that. You see, we got a lot of their genetic material in us. That's why our skin is really thick. You see, the humans, they got the, the skin of the animal. That's why they got thin skin. A lot of these animals, they got thin skin. The reptiles, you notice the reptile got thick skin. Our, our skin is thick because of their genetic material. All right. So, they had to be overseen, you see. They had to be overseen. This was a one big project, right? This was one big project, okay? This was one big construction project. And Earth is still not done with the construction project. We ain't done yet. I told you all before the construction project is ongoing. Everything you see is the so-called white man and black man. Every Whatever civilization you see built here on earth is meant to be the foundation of something else greater or something higher to be built on. And I told you that. All of these things that went, the earth went through, all these different phases and things the earth went through were meant to be a, a constant metamorphosis of the uh, uh, evolution of the planet, you see. You see when the so-called white man is constantly uh, 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 um, revitalizing things and doing things on Earth. See, he's nothing but an extension of those animals, man. It's still the same. It was, it was still the same mindset still in effect to get the animals to work. Did I not say the humans were animals? So they're nothing but an extension of the first animal that was doing the work. Now they just moved on to the next level of animal, which is your humans, you see. That's all. They just moved on to your next level of animals. So all this, like I said, all this plays a part. This is one grand scheme. Why do you think the so-called white man refers to God as the grand, and the so-called Masons, they were, what do they refer to God as? The grand architect of the universe, right? This is what they refer to God as, right? The grand architect. Why is the most, why is God, the creator of all things, referred to as an architect by the Freemasons? Anybody know that? Why is he referred to as an architect? What is an architect? An architect is one who draws up blueprints, right? That's the architect, one who draws up blueprints. But, and, and the blueprints are given to the construction crew to build out the things on the, on, the, on the blueprint. So what they're admitting to when they refer to God, the creator, the most high, whatever you want to refer to, Amen, of course. We know it's Amen. You're referring to Amen or what they call God 
as the grand architect because you are being witness that this is all one big construction project. Earth is one big construction project that is ongoing. And I told you, you're not going to really see the real, uh, um, the real level and structure of the building until we get to the fourth dimension. Until we get into the fourth dimension and you start to see buildings and things built up and going up into the damn, uh, going up into the clouds, because buildings will go, be going up into the clouds. Buildings will be going up into the clouds. Whole cities will be maintained in the clouds where you see planes at to the point where there ain't going to be no planes no more. There will be no, in the future, there will be no planes. Planes are going to be seen as prehistoric in the future. Because when you ride in a plane and whatnot, like I said, one of the real reasons they, they the army put it on them to make planes to travel and whatnot is because your man has to be able to see or or what's how I want to say this. Man has to be able to conceive and see of being up that high in a vessel. You have to, in other words, you have to see that in order to imagine before you can even imagine living up that high. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Exactly, the square and the compass. You have to basically see something like that. And in other words, we could not imagine things up that high in the clouds if we wasn't flying on planes. So our mind has to be um, tuned to that. We have to see that. You see what I'm saying? We have to, our minds have to be tuned to that. We this is why we get on planes and fly over, fly into the clouds and over the clouds because we have to be able to conceive that in order to see that in the future, in order for our children to see. Okay, you know what? We can live up here. We can live up here. We can actually live up here because that's what's going to happen. You see, I told you, Earth. What you see in this Earth is supposed to be like, like I said, we're supposed to live above the humans, man. We're supposed to live in the clouds, man. You see, we're supposed to look down on them like ants. We're supposed to re- receive our power and be able to come back and forth between the, between earth and the heavens or almonds as much as we want in the fourth dimension. That's why we're supposed to see that. This is why we're supposed to be, um, we were supposed to fly in planes and travel in planes. You see? We were supposed to do that. When they were talking about heaven being in the sky and in the clouds and in the plains and wherever, was they ever conceiving of people uh, being able to fly through the clouds? Huh? Being able to fly through the clouds, fly over the clouds? No, they wasn't thinking about that. So if we could fly into the clouds, fly through the clouds, and that means that we can live that high. That we can live that high, and that will be a reality. That will be a reality, but we have to bear witness that without the reptilian, the dinosaur, and all these creatures, without those creatures doing what they did, doing what they were able to do, we wouldn't even be able to. That wouldn't be possible because the whole point was to raise everything up to the heavens or up to the fourth dimension open the door to the fourth dimension and raise everything up in the sky. You see, why do you think they say sky is the limit? Sky is the limit for the human race, man. That's the limit for the human. Sky is the limit for them. Meaning once they reach the sky, they have to go back down, down below. 
You see? So cities will be built. Why you think they move, why you think the beast used the term skyscraper? Why you think he used the term skyscraper? That you heard that term skyscraper? Why were they building buildings that high up in the sky? You see? Why was that? Because they knew that we would they would have buildings that would go into the sky, into the clouds eventually. Skyscrapers. They knew that they would eventually have buildings that would go into the sky, into the heavens, into the uh, uh, into the clouds. That's the fourth dimension. That's the next generation. That is the realm of the Amen. I was flying this weekend, coming back from North Carolina, and I tell you, I, I, I know I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm we, you know, as we're flying through the clouds and whatnot, I literally saw faces in the clouds. I saw forms of faces and light in the clouds, and I knew I wasn't imagining things. You see, exactly, tall enough to scrape the skies, but not in, not to extend beyond it. Sky is the limit. Exactly, the sky is scraping the sky, meaning it can't go beyond the clouds. It cannot go beyond the clouds. You see, again, that's where they get that terminology of heaven being in the clouds. That's where you get that terminology from. You see, all this is a construction project. Everything is being built up. Everything is rising up. You see, everything is being built up. So the power of building things upward, the power of being able to build cities and things upward, to have huge land-moving machines and things like that, massive, you know, where you start saying 15,000 feet up in the air, you know, uh, uh, you're going to, like I said, it's 20,000 feet, 30,000 feet, 60, you know, you're going to start being on that level. Building from the ground up, but then also from the top down. So it's a simultaneous form of building. Why do I say that? Because, the idea for building up from the ground had to come from on high from the fourth dimension. So that represented a transmission down, a mental transmission down into the third dimension, into the earth. And the fact that they, they, they created the humans and brought the early dinosaurs in there to do the work, that was, that, they, that was a sign that they received and started putting the tools together and using these tools to build up the earth, to build up the earth. That's the point of that. And I said, we have a job as well. Our job was to oversee everything. That was our job as the almond race. Our job, for those who were projected here from the fourth dimension, our job was to oversee the humans and the animals and building up the earth, oversee them, make sure they're doing it right. We were supposed to be the ones that were overseeing the blueprint. That's what we were supposed to be doing, you see. We were supposed to be the ones overseeing their work. You see, that's the point of us being here. They're the workers. The humans are the workers. And we're their foremen and their overseers. You see. And we was doing that in the beginning, like I said, in the ancient place, in the ancient world, when we had these humans working, man, like animals. 
because that's how we saw them. We had the humans working like animals. That's when we was in our right state of mind because we knew the humans for what they was back then as animals. You see? There was nothing but the next form of animal that was to be used, like a horse, like a mule, like a donkey. But notice how the so-called white man turned it around us to slavery and said, uh, so-called black people, we, we just like horses and mules and donkeys and whatnot, like animals that work. They turned it around on us, man. That's really what, That's really what they are. You see, that's really what they are, and that's how we saw them. See how they flipped it on us? See, because that transmission was in the air of overseer and master and slave. That was already in the air. And like I said, because we we left our place as overseers and masters over this planet and over the human race and over the rest of the animals and all the life forms on Earth, the humans stepped in and took our place, man. Somebody had to occupy that space. But the beautiful thing is that we're receiving this knowledge right now, this logical and practical and real transmission in order for us to know what our true purpose is and what the path must be in order for us to get go forward into our seat of rulership, to oversee the earth once again. We're being powered up mentally to be able to oversee the earth again. And the right state of mind is ominous. In the right state of mind as the almond. We're being raised in the right state of mind as the almond to be put into that seat of overseeing. We're being, the, the shackles are being released off of our brains, man, off of our minds. The shackles are being taken off of our minds as black people. And we're being opened up into the brightness of who we truly are, what our purpose is here, and what every living creature on the earth's purpose is here. We must know everybody's purpose here in order for us to oversee everybody. We must know everybody's purpose. We must know every living thing's purpose, you see, in order for us to oversee it. How you look being on a job and you the foreman and you the you the foreman of the job and you don't know who the electrician is you don't know who the carpenter is you don't know who the plumber is you don't know who the, uh, the you the project manager you don't know who none of these people are. That's the same way we are. We are the project managers. We are the owners and the project managers and the architects. That's who we are. The law keepers, the the order givers, all of that. The shot callers. That's what we supposed to be to all these damn humans, man. And that go for the animals, too, because the humans ain't nothing but another form of animal that we just let get out of control. That's all. Y'all better know this. Know this. See, because if we haven't learned the true purpose of our life here and what the true purpose of all life forms is here, <clears throat> then we're going to repeat this um you know, state of darkness again. Because, see, we didn't know, you know, oh, should I say we forgot who we were and we forgot who these humans are in relation to us. See, we forgot. You see, we forgot that these humans were nothing more than animals and that they were to be used for service, for labor, to do things. And that our job was to oversee them. Like I said, a lot of these places, like I said, we started off, we had these humans in bondage, man. The humans were in bondage to us. They were the first bond men and bond women to us. And we saw them as no different than a mule, as a horse, as a 
Tyrannosaurus Rex is a dinosaur as one of those damn uh, uh, lions with the big saber-toothed tigers. You know them saber-toothed tigers? That, them teeth wasn't used just to kill animals, man. Them teeth was used to grind up flesh, man. Those teeth were used to grind up flesh, to, ch- to break through rock and all kind of other stuff, grind up flesh. Because obviously when these, these big cats and things like that they started bringing out, they were grinding up the flesh. They were defecating the animal into the earth. You see? Fertilizing the earth. They were fertilizing machines, man. A lot of these creatures with them big teeth and whatnot, they grind up animals and whatnot. They got those those razor sharp teeth. Those are those are those are fertilizer processes, man. They're fertilizing processes. Because the fertilizer had to be defecated out. It had to go into the earth as waste in order to cause that explosion, that nitric explosion in the earth to cause fertilization of the seeds that the almond planted here. You see? They needed those to spring up. They needed an explosion because that's what fertilizer does in soil. It creates an explosion. It's nitrogen, a form of nitrogen in the fertilizer in the in the um, dung of creatures. There's nitrogen that causes explosions, gas, you see? And thus the creation or the, or the growth of plant life, the growth of plant life, vegetation, you see? Because you can't have a, you can't run this construction crew you can't run this construction crew. You can't run these machines without fueling these machines. So a lot of these creatures were put here for for food, man. A lot of these, especially a lot of these creatures that were here that were, ve- what they say, a lot of those creatures were vegeta- vegetarians. They put a lot of those vegetarian creatures here so that they can be eaten by the creatures who were carnivores. They were put here as, like, they were put here for a food source for the carnivores. That's their purpose. So no, we ain't supposed to be eating no goddamn uh, veggie, vegan or vegetarian diet. No, we're not. Another break. We'll take another break. We'll be right back.
show you the so-called caveman, the so-called white man walking with the dinosaurs and things like that. You know how they show you in those movies, the so-called white man being a caveman walking side by side with the dinosaurs and things like that. 
that, that's a load of BS, man. They made movies like 1000 BC, where they showed a white man walking around in loincloth or whatever the case may be, and he with you know he around the dinosaurs and all this other stuff, and his woman. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because when the dinosaurs and those big reptilians and things were walking the earth, when those big creatures were walking the earth, the so-called white man wasn't even thought of yet. The humans were not thought of yet, especially not the so-called white man. He was not even thought of. He couldn't even have lived around that time. He would have been fooled, you see. So they wasn't even the humans, not even the East Indians. They wasn't even thought of yet. It wasn't until the destruction of those dinosaurs and reptilians and all those big creatures and those pterodactyls and things like that. It wasn't until their destruction that the human race was created, after their destruction. Okay? So when they show you men and women walking with these creatures, that was bronze men and bronze women. That was the almond. That was the almond race walking with the dinosaurs. The almond uh, the almond men and women were walking with the dinosaurs, walking with the reptiles, riding on their backs, riding on uh, um, riding on uh, certain dinosaurs' backs, and were like horses, which like what you see today. For them riding certain dinosaurs, they was they had dinosaurs that were like the, maybe a little bit bigger than the horses, or what you would see like a giraffe, or maybe a little shorter. They had reptilians that look like that, and that's in fact where your dinosaurs, that's where your horses and your giraffes come from, and your zebras. They come from dinosaurs. They are genetic, they're genetically modified versions of dinosaurs. That's why their heads look like that. That's why they necks along like that. So the almond will ride in the reptilian version of those creatures. They were riding on the backs of those. When they show you in that movie Avatar, Avatar's riding on those reptilian birds or whatever. Somebody put a picture up there. That's really bronze people. All those images is what the so-called white man saw. And those images are on the walls in Sumeria and things like that. You look on those walls in Sumeria, I'm sure you're going you're gonna to see uh, um, men riding on top of winged creatures and things like that. They show you right on those walls. Men riding on winged creatures and whatnot, riding on top of that. You know, all that that's that's bronze people doing that. The flint, then they like I said, they made the Flintstones, right? Because they already seen all this stuff already, man. And they know it's bronze people, man. They know it's people walking around with the dinosaurs. The white man, the humans, they don't, and they, when they date the time in which the humans started to come onto the earth, the time where they said the humans started to come on the earth, they don't even fit the time frame with the damn dinosaurs. They don't fit the frame with the dinosaurs. They got to get the first they said, oh, the dinosaurs couldn't have walked around with a man because men couldn't have lived in the same time frame with the dinosaurs. Okay, so you said the white man can, so then why y'all make up these stories about what uh, these cavemen walking around with dinosaurs? Why are you making up these stories? Because why, why would you, you want to put man with dinosaurs and man walking around in prehistoric time? Why would you do that? You see? And that's another thing I want to say. When the brother called and asked about, you know, how time is counted and things like that, see, when people say prehistoric, what they really mean to say is that that's before the time where history started being recorded, a.k.a. when time started being counted. That's what prehistoric means, when before man started counting time, before time was put in a, was put in a frame. That's what prehistoric means, before man started counting time. You see, recording things in time. That's what prehistoric means before that. 
but the Amun were always recording things. They were always putting carvings on walls, images, and pictures. And this, and like I said, the so-called white man got those images, man. He got the images of bronze people riding on dinosaurs with afros. He got all. I bet you, on, I bet my life they got that. They got those images because our people was always recording things, always showing things. You see? They was always using these creatures. They show you with our people on the wall with the damn bird on their finger. We was the first ones to train the birds, so we was had the birds on our fingers and whatnot. They was using the birds to send messages and carry messages. Obviously, they could telepathically control these creatures, telling creatures not to harm them, and utilize them for transportation to get around and do what they had to get done. You see? You see that? So they knew how to train these creatures, man. They knew how to train these creatures. They knew how to telepathically communicate with these creatures. They don't want you to know that, though. I told you, the white man does what he always, he already saw our people next to these creatures on these walls and on these pictures in Sumeria, things like that. I know in Sumerian pictures with people riding on top of birds and stuff like that, riding on top of uh, all types of creatures and stuff like that. And like I said, like I said, they will take out our pictures and replace it with their pictures. They'll, that most of the stuff you see in history, where you see a lot of Caucasian people, at, no, there was bronze people doing that. They put their face in our in our thing. They try to take our history. You see, they 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 get rid of our faces and put their faces in. A lot of stuff in Europe, a lot of stuff in, in uh, uh, Asia it was our people, man. Early America was our people, man. You see, they don't want you to see that. You see? Exactly. How are you going to say bronze people are the oldest people on the earth but they have cave, white cavemen in pictures with dinosaurs? The white man, he, he, they, they really ain't up no more really than six, 7,000 years old. That's how old the humans are. They ain't no more than maybe six or 7,000 years old. And dinosaurs walking the earth millions of years ago. So what does that tell you? Where are you dating this from? Where are you dating this from? If you say that the, at the um, a man is, you know, you could count men to a man was around. Now think about this. They say man was around 100,000 years ago and this, that, and third. But they said the dinosaurs lived longer than that, before that. You see? So, again, they make these things up. They conceal a lot of things. And a lot of things they just don't understand. They just don't know. You see, they just didn't understand, like I said, the mind of the watchers and the overseers who had a plan in effect for using all forms of life in the um, in the um, forming of the planet, I should say, in the formation of the planet. They were using all forms of life in the formation of the planet. When you look at the word, when you see the word formation, People talking about the formation of Earth, right? When the Earth was projected as that blueprint being projected by solar projection into that casted space, right? And those casted spaces, when that was being projected, you had to have formation take place. You had to have that which was being filled in that space, that dark matter, all of the things that were taking place to 
cement and bring about the foundation of this place called Earth. It had to be formed in the square. It had to be formed in that space in which projections start to take hold, in which dark matter materials start to formulate. It had to be formed. So you had to have people that, or I should say creatures, come um, project here to form the earth, bring it into a formation. Mm-hmm. They had to form. They had to form the earth into something. They had to lay the earth out. You don't just see. They make you think like, oh, you know, in a in a biblical thing. Oh, earth was just boom, bam, boom, and the earth was together, and this, that, and the third. Okay. In any construction project, can you just throw a damn house together? In a construction project, can you just throw a house together, or do you have to do some touch-ups? You have to flatten out certain surfaces. You have to uh, uh, um, straighten out beams. You have to break down certain walls. You have to do certain things to perfect the house. It ain't just no throw the house together. You have to do things to secure the house. You have to do things to balance out. You have to do things to make the environment right. So you're going to use these creatures to make the environment right. They already went halfway by saying, oh, well, you know, the dung and the, and the, uh, of these um, of these huge dinosaurs and whatnot went into, you know, uh, uh, to the earth and whatnot and the fossil fueler. So they went as far as to say that these creatures were used, the, 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 the bodies of these creatures, the remains of these creatures were used for fossil fuel. But I'm like, you didn't think that that was a plan? I mean, they really think that this stuff just happened without a plan. This 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 is this is what you're dealing with. I want you to understand the foundation of the illogical thinking of these humans. They want you to think. That's why they say things like the Big Bang theory. They really want you to think that life was just an accident or a mistake or just something that just happened by chance, and that this wasn't a plan. See, you're only going to be able to understand what I'm saying tonight if you look at things in a plan and in a purpose. See, if you don't see life, if you don't see life as a purpose and a plan for something greater, then you're you're going to think everything I said tonight was crazy. You're going to think everything I said tonight was insane, it was nuts, it was crazy, you bogged out of your mind because you don't see the purpose of life, the people who think like that. The, the people who see the purpose of life and knowing that life is life has a purpose for living, even existing, there's a purpose for existing and for living then you would know that it makes all the sense in the world. Why else would these creatures live if they had no purpose? Tell me, if, if anybody says I'm crazy in what I'm saying about these creatures being used as power tools and prehistoric machines, earth machines to flatten out the earth's surface and get the environment in shape, get the ecological order in shape for the humans, or for not for man, for not for mankind, but for the men, and then mankind later, but not really for them. They was really meant to be part of the work crew. But if this was all being done with a plan, any form of building is done with a plan. And you look at the structure of the earth, and you look at the seasons, you look at how the, how the, everything is structured. Obviously, this was a big plan, was it not? I mean, we live in a plan, Nick. Are we not? Why is this place called a plan it? We're living in a big plan, an ongoing experiment, an ongoing uh, 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 production. This is a planet. Things are planted here. This is an ongoing plan in order to bring about 
and evolution into something continuous and something else. This is the whole plan of this planet. This is the purpose of that. This is what we're here for. Everything serves a purpose. But again, if you don't understand or have a any true comprehension of life and purpose, then everything I said to you is not going to make sense. It's going to sound crazy. Oh, he's bugging out. He's talking about people's riding it, riding it. Well, hell, people riding planes now, riding cars now, you didn't think they was doing that back then. They didn't have transportation back then. Everybody walked. Our people weren't walking. You see, you talking about a whole planet. How was they getting all over the planet? You see, the boats came later. The ships came, all the boats and all that stuff came later, man. You see? And if you look at a lot of those boats in the ancient world, a lot of those boats have the, have the look of a dinosaur. A lot of those early boats you see had the look of a creature like a dinosaur. Do they not? A lot of those boats that they was making, they had the look of a creature or a dinosaur almost. Right or wrong? Y'all ever see these boats they made, the early boats? You see? They had that look of uh, of a dinosaur or some kind of creature. Can, you, can everybody hear me? Am I coming in clear? Am I coming in clear? I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Just want to make sure I'm coming in clear. But, but that's the purpose of that. That's the purpose of that. Everything in on earth has a purpose. You see? And I gave you the purpose of the animals here. I gave you the purpose of the humans here, which are an extension of the animals. And I gave you our purpose here as the Amun, which is the overseer of these creatures, all creatures. Even We're supposed to even be overseeing human life. We're supposed to be overseeing human life, but we're supposed to oversee it like we oversee animals and all kinds of other creatures. That's how we're supposed to oversee it, ultra-standing. You see, know that we're not a part of their life, their existence. You see, they are just as foreign to us, as, you know, as far as everything. They're just as foreign to us as a dog or a cat. It's the same thing, man. That's how you're supposed to look at these humans, like dogs and cats, man. That's how you're supposed to look at them as the creatures that, you know, they're nothing but an extension of the animals that's here that's still working. That's all. That's all these humans are. They're nothing but their life exists to work. You see, just like the animals that came here. And that goes even for the ones who got money, man. Their life is here to just work, man. They work for their money, you see. They're workhorses, you see. This in mind. Keep this in mind that we have to start looking at things as architects. And when I say looking at things as architects, I mean as designers, as builders, as people who are futuristic in their thinking. See, because the only way any of this was possible is because you had beings, these Amun, who were futuristic in their thinking, which is why they brought these creatures into existence, why they brought these humans into existence, why they brought all these things in to utilize them in the building of this planet and the maintaining of this planet. You see? This planet was for the almond. This planet is for the almond. That's all it's really for. Everybody else here is a work creature. Do I make myself clear? This planet is planet almond. This planet is actually planet almond. This almond and this planet is here to be worked 
by the humans and the other um, creatures. That's what that, that's what the part purpose is. The humans were nothing but the last arm of the of the species of animal to work the planet. They're the last of the animals that's working the planet. You see, and even they and even a lot of the humans. The different species of human are starting to go into extinction, i.e. the 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 um the gray race, which is going to replace the, all species of the human. It's going to be just one species of human. You see, again, they represent the next form of animal or the next evolution of the human race or that animal race that's going to come out and continue to do the work that they're supposed to do. You see. These are all just workers, man. These humans are all workers. These animals are all workers. These early reptilians are all workers. That's all. Don't look at them as nothing more because they're not. Don't see them as nothing more because they're not. Don't think of them as nothing more because they're not. You see, they got you fooled into thinking that there's something more than that. Even when they work in mischief in the earth, that's a form of work they're doing. Even when they use the term witchcraft, craft is a form of work. See, work is always on their mind. They're always doing something. They're always working. And see, we're we're supposed to be watching as they're working. You see, a lot of people took that as being lazy when they say, oh, niggas just want to be lazy and don't want to work. No, that's not true. Niggas will work. But we're not really supposed to work. That's what the humans are for. We created the humans to work. We created the animals to work. You see, that's what they're for. We're not here to work. We're here to watch them work. That's why they say niggas is lazy. Ain't that niggas is lazy? Niggas is overseeing your work. That's what they're really supposed to do. But y'all supposed to know how things are laid out and how it's supposed to go, you see, before before anything. You're supposed to oversee their work, make sure their work is done, and make sure their work is on point. You see? So obviously you know how to do the work. You just don't do the work in mass, in, in mass in, uh, you know, in a great abundance. But you know how to do the work. We just don't do it in abundance. We don't do heavy labor. That's what the humans are for. We control by the mind. We are the mind. They are the force. So they are the, should I say, they are the muscle or the brute force of the workers. We are the mind and they are the workers. You see, that's how it's really supposed to be. But like I said, they got everything going backwards. Everything is going backwards in the society. Unfortunately, we'll be right back.
Now, as I said, the building onto the earth has not stopped. The power tools or the work has not stopped. It is continuing. It is ongoing. Every creature that dies out, that becomes extinct, is nothing but a tool that is being switched out for a lesser tool, you see. This is all a grand design. This is grand architecture right in front of your eyes from the seasons to the mountains to everything that's here. This is like a planet that was being unpacked, unfolded, you see, delivered here into a space, into a mold. And all the necessary creatures were projected here, prepared this planet for the next phases and the next regenerations that are being going through. You see, that's the whole point of it. The whole point is to repair and to strengthen and extension this uh, life, this extension unto the planet, and tools were needed, tools were necessary. You see, tools were needed, tools were necessary. They were here for a reason. They were made to appear from other dimensions, from other states for a reason to do work. They were transported here. These dinosaurs, these reptiles, how else did they get here if they were not transported here, if they were not put here for a reason? Your scientists, they don't get into that. And these are supposed to be your so-called learned men. These are men, right? These, and, this, and this shows you how the so-called white man is. He's not no real thinker. This shows you the so-called white man. Even the most highly educated white man is not really a thinker because you would, I mean, honestly, you see the structure of everything here on earth, the order, the biological structure, the structure of everything here on this planet, the life forms, the actual planet, the living, you know, the living biosphere, everything here. You see the structure. Now, a, a thinking person, a logical person would be thinking like, damn, somebody built this. This was all designed to unfold the way it unfolded. Everything is designed to unfold the way it unfolded. You would naturally think that. But then they turn around and talk about, oh, everything just happened and it was a big bang and there was no plan and everything just exploded and everything just fell into place and that was it. This is what they actually want to run with. This is actually what they want to tell you. You see? On the one side, they give you the this, this so-called scientific explanation is that everything just happened. Then on the religious side, they give you the explanation, oh, you know, this was God's plan and this, that, and the third. So somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle of both of their BS is the reality, the real uh, account of what happened. You see, these beings, these advanced beings, these extended beings came with a plan as they have always come with plans and places to plant their plans and their thoughts and their ideas for life, for life, for life forms to build and extend in order for their minds to extend because their minds extend by the output of what they receive, by the, you know, by their thoughts. This is how life expands. I told you life is thought and thought is life. So when you're not thinking, you're not really living. These beings are highly um, extended 
thought reception and receiving beings, high transforming, transformational, high mental beings were constantly transmitting thought and plans and ideas that are constantly going out and out and out. So they have to go somewhere. They have to sum up to something in order for it to give it life. You know how somebody say, you know, your thoughts, you got to give life to your thoughts, give life to your thoughts. What do you think that means when they talk about give life to your thoughts? You could tell that this planet and all life on the planet was the thoughts of a collective body of people. This was the thoughts of a collective body of beings. You see, but the so-called white man, he ain't ready to deal with that. He'll sit up here, and you can't get him to believe that a building built itself, but then he's trying to get you to believe that the goddamn planet and the universe is a, a planet built itself. He, you, can't, you can't get nobody to believe in their right mind that a, a building would build itself. Even if you didn't see the buildings of the building, if you just came across a building, you're naturally going to think with the structure and everything else that somebody built this building, no matter whether you've seen the people who built it or not. So how do you stand on a planet? that has a structure, that has a organ, an order, everything. How do you talk to people who have biological structures? How do you sit up here and say that nobody structured that? How do you say that you, you, you acknowledge this order and somebody built this building, this structure, but then you see a structure that you live on, nobody built that. It just fell into place. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Let me take a quick call. you got to be quick. 912. Menzak, can you hear me? Menzak, I can hear you, yeah. So real quick, I think the reason why they like it's hard for them to accept that everything like had a plan to it is because if you're not the one facilitating that, then you really don't know what it's for. Like if you are assigned to build a building, that you don't have, you don't need to know what the building is there for. You just need to know how to build it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, if you have like a herding dog and the dog doesn't know why it's hurting the sheep, it just it just goes and hurts the sheep and does does what it tells you to do. It doesn't need to know why it's hurting the sheep. So I think innately, like as animals, animals, and they just don't know why they do what they do. They just do it. So I think that's kind of where that comes from. They just don't Agreed. have that that connection to it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not the ones that facilitated Agreed. the project. Agreed. That's, I agree. Yeah, totally. That's why they'll say, "Oh, you, oh, a building can't build itself." Yeah, because they build buildings for a reason, but they can't believe that a a planet was built by somebody because they they can't build planets. So they think, well, if I can do it, no one else can do it. Yeah. And for what, you know, and yeah. I don't have a reason to do it, so there must not be a reason, you know, for it to be here. So I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. They, it's, it's based on their limitation of thought. That's all that is. It's based on their limitation of thought. They can't think that high. So but thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. That is, that is exactly a perfect explanation of why they can't fathom anything beyond them building something. You see, that's part. That's if you want to talk about narcissism, if you want to use the term narc, that's narcissistic like as hell. That whole idea that life just fell into place and the white man promoting this, there's no creator, there's no nothing to that. That's narcissism in itself, right there. Because you, you really believe there's nothing higher than you, nothing intelligent than you that brought all this into existence. Well, okay, whatever. Let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Were the dinosaurs prehistoric tools and machines for the almond? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Like I said, the story of their skeletal remains tells the entire story. Because like I said, if you look at their skeletal remains and things like that, it looks like a bunch of old power tools that were left around that were used, and that was it. Got the use of it, and they just was discarded, destroyed.
destroyed and discarded. Why did they use them? Because, like I said, machines are are needed, just as machines are needed today to terraform the earth, to get it in certain, you know, to produce certain things, to put certain things to the earth. This is a plan that they obviously have done over and over and over again. The earth, see, the earth was not the first planet they did this to. They've done this over and over and over. This is an ongoing thing where they continue to do this. And other and other solar systems and whatnot, they just keep on producing planets. You see? Same with the same for the most part with the same uh um blueprint off the same blueprint. How long were were they were they used? They were used for millions like they say they say millions of years. Not really, maybe a couple hundred thousand years or so they were used. Couple hundred thousand years. Like I said it's an ongoing plan, man. They see time don't mean the same thing to them that it means such. That's why I say that. You see, a hundred thousand years that ain't no time to them. That's no time to us. That's a long time. That's like you know, but to them that's no time. What did they? Um, what uh, What did they do with the uh, due to the Earth? They basically terraformed it, flattened it out. That's out help bring bring down mountains because a lot of the earth you walk on is mountains that fell. Who you think knocked them down? A lot of earth, earth had a lot of mountains and a lot of water at one time. It was a lot of the earth was covered in water and met, and the majority of what you're standing on now that became landmass and became continents were mountains that were knocked down. You see, there was nothing to stand on. A lot of it was water. And so the mountains stood up high on the earth, and the mountains had to be knocked down into landmass. And that's where a lot of the mount- mountains settled into the water. That was the first form of building and constructing, knocking the mountains down and creating landmass for people and the creatures to stand on. And the reptilians, the dinosaurs, dragons, whatever you, they did that. Uh, let me see. Are they still being used today? Yeah, these creatures are still being used today. You see, the way you use mules, horses, and all kinds of other animals to do certain things, they're still being used. And the way they just use people today to perform certain work. It's a continuation, but that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust, and Amen, we thank, and Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubian Mankari, Ben Intellect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Your mouth was locked out from the bigger plant If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love They tried everything just to spell us If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love If it's hell, I'm in, then it's hell love Every line of book, even our true identity, they took, they took, psych you out, how they made you look, still being deceived from the same crook, and you wonder why your life don't get no better, your connection to the Lord has been severed, you pray to false gods when you lay down, you accept degeneracy like it's okay now, so don't ask why your life don't get no better Experience the same struggle on the regular But it's only a few that will make it out They know what I mean, I don't have to explain it out Hey! 